Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I like you. I like them ones. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Peter. Mark, is there a wrestling database for names that you can search to Ooh. find out whether there's any wrestlers called what you want? To yes, be there is. Oh. The surprisingly German website, oh. uh, Cage Match. Uh, Cage that Match. is the greatest wrestling database that the world has ever seen. Mm. It's an astonishing collection of every wrestler, every name, Every match, and you can sort of search it. So it's really good when you sort of like type in. You go, has Marty Gennetti ever fought The Undertaker? <laughs> and you can go to Undertaker's page, you can write Gennetti, and it will tell you if they've ever been in the ring together. Whoa, this is huge. The most popular active wrestlers. It's um, brilliant. Kazuchi Okada? Okada. Kazuchi Tanahashi? There's a lot of Japanese names in there. Oh, yeah. Jericho's up there as well. The good guys. <laughs> uh, there's also a very good uh, user sort of um, rating where mm. people will go, I give this guy 8 out of 10. Um, ah. And so you get an impression of uh, who is the best in the world and who is not. Right, okay. And there's well, some people with very low ratings that you'd be sort of surprised by. Like, oh, <laughs> funny. Yeah. yeah. I uh, am now announcing my uh, new wrestler, Bluetooth. Bluetooth? Because he's not in the database. Good. Uh, there's not a promotion called Bluetooth. There's not a title. Tag team, stable. God, that Bluetooth. is such a 2009 Bluetooth wrestling. <laughs> yes. The Bluetooth Wrestling Federation. The Bluetoothers. The, um, the, uh, because Bluetooth was named after King Harald or Herald right. in, in Denmark. Got you, Harald. He, Harald, Bluetooth yeah. something or other, yeah. Because uh-huh. he united uh, uh-huh. Denmark. And, and celebrated and so, by and so, having forwarded a picture <laughs> and forwarded pornography to people. Um, yeah, so so that's why the to celebrate Bluetooth. Denmark being united, I airdrop a picture of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm just thinking like Bluetooth would be a cool name. That would be. Mm. I'd like it if you collected teeth. Although yes. that is a gimmick done by Dan Housen, the independent wrestler. Oh, what he, uh, he collects he's teeth? A jar of teeth. Very oh. nice, very evil. Oh. Um, he's an excellent uh, performer. I like um, that. What's his name? Dan Housen. Dan Housen. He adds the word Housen to everything. So he will sort of, for example, if he's um, talking about John Moxley, he will say, oh, I'm a big fan of Moxhausen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a delightful, delightful gimmick. Um, I am I am 
in love with that gimmick. In love with him. Oh, I like him. He's got a spooky face. He's very spooky. Yeah, yeah very nice, very, very evil. Um, well worth checking out. I always, I, I, I mean, I know we we <laughs> do this. The jar of teeth. I was expecting it to be bigger. <laughs> no, it's quite it's small. It's got a small. It's quite small. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've probably got that amount of teeth in my head. There is something that I think is is, <laughs> is often um, forgotten in, in uh, nowadays, and it's largely to do with the way that reporting goes, because there are so many big stories coming out of WWF and mm. AEW. The independents sort of don't really get talked about anymore, but for mm. years the independents have been the most important part of wrestling. They are people who are given total creative freedom yeah. to come up with stuff. And mm. these, some of these things, like you know, like Danhausen, is just a beautiful independent gimmick. And if you've not really got into independent wrestling, it is 100% worth doing. There, there is something for everyone. And the actual sort of hunting down of that stuff is as much fun uh, as actually them watching it. I, I, I'm <laughs> such a huge fan of the indies. Uh, yeah. Um, apparently Danhausen stole CM Punk's, one of CM Punk's moves. Yes. Quite recently. Yeah, the go to sleep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he didn't know he was coming back. So he, um, he, thought, <laughs> he, he thought, I'll have that one, you know, yeah. and uh, CM Punk gave it his, his sort of, you know, his nod. He said, fully endorsed over here, though. Very Neville. <laughs> oh, very nice. Very Neville. Um, it's a strange gimmick, but it is brilliant. And I love that sort of the creativity of wrestling. You can sometimes see it before it gets, you know, knocked out of everyone and they become um, professional. Um, he is a professional, but he's also a very creative person doing oh, his own thing. I want to watch Delightful. him. Hey, welcome back. We're doing Money in the Bank. 2020. Money, uh, money, money, money. I can't remember what the song is. Is it money, 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 money? The shame. Money, 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 money. money. Yes. Yeah. He's not on this. No. Um, his sister is, and uh, she will stink up the joint. Um, <laughs> we are just about to uh, have Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. Um, but first, we get a little segment of the hacker. Yeah, the hacker's uh, doing his stuff in his... Yeah. Uh, his hacker's got a lot of screens. He, he's got a lot, lot of screens, screens, and he presses a button, and all of these things appear. It's all WWE <laughs> stuff. And there's like... Clearly, an episode of Total Bellas and stuff, and you yeah. go, have, "Are you hacking, or have you just, watching a lot just of got the WWE network?" <laughs> it's just got the network because all the stuff that you can see, a lot of logins, I, yeah, can, I can see, see too. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, not hacking, really. Is That's it? not hacking. He's just got set up a lot of screens with different streams on the same IP address, which I think is allowed. Yeah, look mm. I, 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 completely. I mean, you know, I don't think they should sort of. You can't call him a hacker if he's just watching telly. Yeah, exactly. He's a telly watcher. If you remember stuff off telly, you're not a hacker. No. You know. Maybe he's like Peacock and he's just doing his due diligence. <laughs> what am I buying here? Who is the hacker? Uh, it's actually Peacock's lawyer. <laughs> oh. oh, don't let him watch WrestleMania 6. <laughs> um, the WWE champion, uh, Drew McIntyre, takes on Seth Rollins. Um, the, 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 the This is the first sort of main show title defence after WrestleMania. Right. Where Drew McIntyre won it. Mm. So I can tell you something for nothing. You knew that he's not going to lose it mm. on, you know, on the next show out. Yep. Um, there, it's always been a difficult one for them to book with the champion that first match. Um, in back in the day, it always seemed to be Kane. Right. So whenever you won the title <laughs> at WrestleMania, they would immediately build you for Kane because Kane was an A-list big main eventer. But at the same time, he'd aptly let you go over. Nobody yeah. thought he was going to win, and so you sort of went, "Oh, well, I'll just have a match with Kane." Yeah. Chris Benoit did it. I think Daniel Bryan did it. It was always Kane. And what you've got here is you go, well, we don't do that anymore. We want people to go, anything can happen. But you're not going to have, you know, a month after WrestleMania, Drew McIntyre lose it to Seth Rollins. <laughs> and so that takes away all of the jeopardy from mm. this match. Um, they work very hard, but that's a, uh, there's not a very special feeling about this match. Not helped by the fact that there is no crowd either. <laughs> um, 
And also a lot of um, like Drew McIntyre's kind of uh, video stuff before. It's just like, you smashed my head into this mat. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, oh, they've they've told him to it? sort of go a bit casual <laughs> yes. with the whole thing. And you he's, hit he's my very much, Yeah. So, you know, you think you're good. You know, oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> All this. And it's a bit like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is the right note that chill. you should be palsy mm. with us. Hey, I'm just like you, one of the fans. Oh, I got really bashed up last time, but yeah. I'm going to have another go now. Yeah, uh, you, you, you're welcome to have a go, and I'm, you know, but you know, we'll see how it goes this time. Oh God! Here is Popmasters. <laughs> the the name uh, three songs by Lamar. <laughs> 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 um, that's the. I, I wasn't saying Jew. They didn't have a song called Jew. <laughs> I was doing the noise of the buzzer. Here is Popmaster. Jew. 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 Why is Ken shouting Jew? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't be disciplined. It could, it could have been entirely positive. Uh, was it? I, my lips are sealed. <laughs> oh, dear. Now let's name three songs by Screwdriver. Go. <laughs> um, A lot of dark metal today. <laughs> um, it was, look, it's a fine match. There's very little you can say about it. They yeah. work very hard. It, it just Seth's got a new theme tune. Seth's got a new theme tune. There's a funny bit at the end where, where I hate the the handshake. Yeah. Mark. Why do they put this in? I don't know. I feel there's that thing of going. They want Drew McIntyre to sort of solidify that he's such a good Still a dude, good guy, yeah. you know. And he shakes Seth Rollins' hands mm. because yes, they fought, but he has respect. Mm. I got respect for you, Seth Rollins. <laughs> and Seth Rollins shakes the thing, and goes, "Maybe I'm, maybe I am." Worth shit. <laughs> I just, but I sort of look at it and I go, I don't fucking care. Yeah, he's supposed to be a bad guy, yeah, Rollins. Beat him and go. Ham. You know, Ham. don't. Oh, it is just, again, giving them sort of a little bit of acting. You know, mm. I, I just I don't can't need really to sort of deliver it. I, I, I like the um, superplex and the Falcon thing move. I think the man said Falcon. <laughs> I don't know what any of the moves are. It <laughs> the, was spectacular. The actual, the actual match itself is is really good. They work really hard. A lot of kickouts. Uh, yeah, and it, and it's a, a, a good. Heated match, but the unfortunate thing is, of course, they are in that period where even a heated match, there is no reaction. And so they're always going to suffer uh, he, by that. He does stand on the announcer's table and Seth Rollins shouts, this is my kingdom or something like that. And it's like, mm. you're just on a table, mate. That's, <laughs> kingdom, Anyone standing on a table shouting, this is my kingdom, is either really drunk or, or about to be you tased. <laughs> you know, you don't, there yeah. is no way that that's ending well. <laughs> Man, uh, you get our truth then looking at very sadly at a photograph uh, and it turns out it's of himself wearing his 24-7 belt. He's in the cupboard. He's yeah. in like a lighter cupboard where they keep all the lights. <laughs> very they, enjoyable. He's basically saying, look, I'm going to go back. I've, I've yeah. had enough of you know, trying to do the good matches. I'm going back to my silly thing, and he says, "I'm going to sack you, Tom Brady." Yeah, and then the uh, the interviewer has to say, oh, "He means Rob Gronkowski." Oh dear. Uh, first thing back after WrestleMania, what's clear is, of course, is that twenty four seven thing has been derailed because Rob Gronkowski has got it, yeah. and he's not doing. And he's anything. not going to do anything. Else. He's not yeah. going to do anything. Mm. They eventually have to film something at his house where our truth wins the belt off him on his own lawn. <laughs> the the amount of like. Angling round what Rob Gronkowski needs. Yeah. Why they ever went? Let's make him him an employee. Has he got a contract or hasn't he? You yeah. know what I mean. Does he? Does he do anything? Like, do, it, why do you have to film his house? They must have something that said you have to occasionally do stuff. Yeah. For us and him just going. Well, if you want to do it, come to my house. We can do it in my garden. Yeah. And they just go. Yes. We'll bring all the cameras there. We'll bring our <laughs> truth there. You know. I mean, it's just the mm. man's a. Mo- I'm so glad. <laughs> 
that they that they they did axe this failed experiment. But I'm so annoyed it ever happened. <laughs> and then we get Pete's our main event. The main event on a, on a pay per view, which is a sensible two hours and fourteen minutes. Oh, when I saw that, I was like, wow. And the certain points where I thought. Uh, but, yeah. but two, I was like, good. Get, this is how long all of the shows should be. It still felt long. It still felt, it still long. felt I didn't sort of go, oh, I didn't, that went by in a blur. Well, I sort of had, I, because of, I didn't want to go in the, in the cabin down in the garden. I mm. was, uh, I'll just, I'll just do this on the breakfast bar. It's yeah. Just two hours 40. I was like, it's just long yeah. breakfast bar seat. Oh. My lumbars are in. I was watching it last night and it was, I started at about 9.30 and, there is something about the WWE Network. Whether they lie about the time, I don't know. Yo, what, do you reckon it goes slower? Didn't, yeah, I, I did reckon not a... pause it. I did not pause it, and I didn't finish until quarter to midnight. What's that about? I know. It's, yeah. There's definitely a discrepancy. Yeah. By the end of the Drew McIntyre one, I was sitting on my sofa, and I was aware I was really hot. <laughs> and it's hot out at the minute, yeah. and I, 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 I sort of overheated. And I thought to myself, oh, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> and, and, I looked and that at was the, the day after the, the, the podcast it show was, as well. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I was absolutely bushed and I really sort of felt hot and I was like, oh, this is awful, another hour and everything. Uh, it felt like it was slow. Mm. But then it, again, I was tired, I was hot, all those things. <laughs> no one's ever went, it flew by and I was so tired and so hot. Yeah, I mean, yesterday I was driving from London to uh, where I live in Essex and I, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have been driving. So, <laughs> so tired. But what I would say is that... Um, Tiredness kills. Tiredness kills. What's your speed? Your son does. <laughs> <laughs> don't be shy, your mother wasn't. What does that even mean? I don't know. We gave the money to Camden Council and that's what they spent it on. A this, weird this bus is your dad. Kiss your dad. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I just... Behind the car, when we did the podcast show... Mm. I'm a new car driver. Yeah. It's the first time I was sort of driven in the congestion zone, for example. Yeah. Uh, drove, just parked up in this zone, and, and the, 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 the lamppost seemed to indicate that it was all free parking. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. just walked off. Yeah. Left my car. Didn't get a ticket. Yeah. Liberty. Didn't I even know. pay for it. It's I amazing. Just, it was such... I looked out like you wouldn't believe. I, I, the, the people don't realise that for that some you can reason... Park anywhere. For some reason, all the streets around King's Cross, the busy the busy <laughs> yes. station... Free. 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 All free parking. After 12.30 on yeah. a Saturday, all, all the way parking. through to Sunday. Insane. Mental. Just what, what do what thinking? you want. <laughs> what are they thinking? You make so much money. You, you, you can't park outside my house for like six days of the week. <laughs> but I can, go, I can go to the railway terminus and then I can go to Ghent and come back. And it's all free. Madness. Oh, man. But you try and tell a Londoner yeah. what an alpaca is. <laughs> That's what I parked up on. That's what I'm driving at the moment. I drive an alpaca. That would be amazing. <laughs> what, what type of car is that? No, it's a fucking alpaca. Have some respect. You know Come what on. this is? Fucking Jeez. Londoner. Yeah, it's. It, I got it cheap because it's got TB. And <laughs> we're basically on the run, the two of us. Um, uh, they, they mix the two money in the bank matches together. Mm. And that sounds on paper like a terrible, terrible idea. idea. Um, mm. It's good because it does mean that we get through it. Yeah. Um, and... There's a lot of back and forth. They've tried to make it like an action movie, and one of the things they've really done here is they've put a continuous uh, soundtrack mm. behind. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and when you notice it, it is absolutely unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't. I, yeah, maybe it was the breakfast bar. The speakers weren't loud enough. <laughs> they start off in the lobby of the WWE HQ. You see, uh, there's also a Ric Flair statue as well. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only living one. 
Um, well, I mean, not living statues, not like um, like a horror with someone, you know. <laughs> well, look, I mean, uh, he uh, he spoke to René Paquette uh, yeah. this week uh, on a Oral Sessions podcast. Oh, did he? Um, he said, WWE won't even let me walk up the stairs for liability reasons. I can't. I can stand in a ring, but René, it's kind of like I said, I either want to die in a ring or on top of Wendy. <laughs> oh, no. he, he is wonderful. And there's something Woo! about Flair. He's never more... Calm and more uh, dirty. sort of open, <laughs> dirty yeah, boy. and dirty than when he's not part of the WWE. Yeah, and I think you know he's he is. It's wonderful just to see him having fun and get picking up checks and everybody loving him. I mean, he is the, the he is the greatest. He's a Rolls Royce. Great. He is. He really is. He is an alpaca, um, <laughs> the um, sports alpaca. Um, they start off with um, the uh, uh, the lifts. Yeah, and the ladies all come out. They play their theme music as well. And I sort of, again, I sort of go, what What am I watching? Am I watching yeah. this live yeah. and it's being played in live or is it in the room? Can they hear it? Do they mm. have like a boom box yeah. or someone changing tapes? <laughs> and out they come and they all line up. And the, the lining up is really annoying. The lining up of, yeah, anyone is problematic. Yeah, it, it always looks a little bit as well like you've gone to somewhere called, like I don't know, like uh, the Diamond Tootsies. Mine. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the Catnip Ranch. And everyone comes out yeah. and they're also wearing, you know, different forms of underwear. Yeah. And uh, yeah. they all stand there. But the lining up is really super annoying because what it suggests is it suggests they're waiting for something. Yeah, and they okay. are waiting for something because we, um, even though we have a load of cuts in between this, mm. they pull out and there is Asuka, who is on top of the lifts. She's chaos, mate. She is on top of the lifts. She, she's on, she she's on the She's on the balcony. Yep. She screams something in Japanese. Kicking her legs just, back and yeah, forth. Just doing a little dance. She's got a new dance. Is that a new dance? She's inventing a new dance. Japanese chaos, isn't it? But it's just like... All right, we're just going to have a normal... Oh, God, who's yeah. that? And there she is. And she jumps off and they all land on the marble floor. Yeah. And then she she just runs for the lift. She's um, endlessly brilliant. En- and and she perfect. and it's just perfect for this sort of thing. She, again, we saw it in WrestleMania. She, she went, do you know what? If there's no crowds, I have to generate the noise. Yeah. And so all she does is continually speak in Japanese. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> delightful. I like the fact that she isn't filtering it. Yeah. That she isn't going, you know, um, oh, good move. She is just going, I will just stick to Japanese. I will stick and I will just, <laughs> I will go for it 100%. And she mm. is a force of nature. The, the la- last last person you want in an office. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's the last person you want in an office. One of the few is actually, you know, I think she is a graphic designer. She's worked with uh, Microsoft and people like that. <laughs> um, so she is probably the only one who has had an office job, <laughs> uh, which is why she's probably like, I'm never going to come in here without being chaotic. You know, I'm not going back to that world. The annoying thing about that is they line up and of course you have that thing of going okay so they didn't see her there mm. in that big atrium they didn't see a woman up there hanging on the thing screaming and I do have that thing about like suspension of disbelief mm. and you do something like this and it's fine but it makes the other four seem like you go oh okay because it's fake they didn't notice her because it's fake and know? also just Carmella when she does the moonwalk uh, I think it's Carmella yeah Squeaky shoes. Yes. Very squeaky and, shoes. And Dana Brooke it, comes out and she does her like handstand thing and they're all doing a bit of their entrance. Mm. And the the men's one is handled a bit better. They just rock up to a gym. Yeah. They all sort you think of wander they're going to be in a gym, aren't they? Yeah. They're going to be in a gym. Yeah. They all sort of go, okay, we're starting off here and they all walk in. Mm. Um, it is slightly odd because they sort of, when they walk in, they have to announce themselves. 
Mm. So I think Otis just comes in and goes, oh, yeah, a lot. He says <laughs> that Sets again. <laughs> Sets on reps. <laughs> <laughs> you get um, uh, Baron Corbin coming in, still wearing his crown and carrying his scepter, mm. which, which, again, is sort of weird, like he's been dropped off like that. And yeah, he like he's, sort of just, he's, just come, he's come straight from a party. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I dropped this off and get a shower. Yeah. And what you get is you get Daniel Bryan comes in and he comes in with the most dignity out of everyone because he just comes in and goes, ooh, everyone's ready. <laughs> and that's, that's the sort of reaction you do. You don't yeah. walk in and go, hello, everyone, the king is here. <laughs> you, you, you do, liar. I know. All the time. When you walk into a room, you tend to see what's going on. And you go, all right, how's it going? Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, mate, so, nice yeah, to see you. Hey. And Brian at least does that, but everyone else does that. Does sort of come in and just go in, <laughs> I guess you could say that the champ is here. You know, <laughs> it's a bit weird. Yeah, um, yeah the, um, the, you know, it's it's a mess, this. It's, it's, a, it's a sort of fun mess oh a nice fun mess it's like a student film it is a student film it's like uh, it's a bit um, it's a bit Scooby-Doo it's a bit yeah. uh, video gamey it's the, a bit the like the big stars have never seemed so so uh, sort of silly and willing mm. to do whatever they're told it, it's, it's a real callback to you know your Saturday morning cartoon kind of wrestling I really think. is and it's kind of like you know, Rey Mysterio needs to go back to his film stuff because his costumes are uh, terrible. Though. Yes, they are. Um, uh, you know, Baron Corbin like smashes up a mirror and stuff. He, the, throw, he throws a weight through a window. There's some great things about after this match happened, people said, are they going to do an angle where Baron Corbin for the next seven years has nothing but bad luck? Because they make a big thing of him. He throws the, oh, the plate into right. the mirror and he does look at it like, uh, oh, is that away, why he's got it? And they look he's, back. Because it's 10 years, how many? Have you, have seven years, years, bad, seven bad, years luck. bad luck. Yeah. yeah. And, th- and then he looks at it and he's like, uh, and they're like, well, there was a very clear thing that they've registered that. Yeah. And people were like, wouldn't it be great if for the next seven years they just give him nothing but bad luck? Yeah. And uh, after the seven years, as soon as the curse is broken, what an exciting thing. A, you've got to have him for a long time. That's yeah. a big investment. Yeah. But uh, they've just run a, a really successful angle with him where he loses everything and he's got no money and he's down on his luck. Oh. I'm not sure they've tied it back in with King this. King to pauper. But, yeah, but watching this, it's a really sort of like... So you could sort of go back and sort of go, this is where it started, Baron. They've, they've lucked into it. <laughs> they've, they, they have forgotten it happened, but it makes sense of stuff that's gone yeah. on, which is sort of sweetly done. You kind of forget, because he's so slight and quite rangy, like he's fucking tall. Huge. Like he's a really big guy. A huge he's man. He's so thin, you don't know it. It's because he's well proportioned. Yeah. So I think, you know, he's got that thing, if you see him on TV and it's only when you see someone standing next to him you go oh he's scaled up you know it, it, it's not that he's just this sort of like you know like you and I um, he's it's a big corporate gym that isn't it that's the one that Vince McMahon you see working out in quite a lot right okay I think in the 80s and 90s like popular wrestlers like Hulk Hogan were sort of like training there and that's where they'd all train but with the performance centre it's redundant now yeah you'd think that you'd, you'd think that you, if you were that minted you wouldn't want to be working out with anyone else you'd just no. want a private gym wouldn't you? exactly and I think and that's slightly what's come it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's also what, what's quite noticeable is uh, some of those machines looked a bit dated which was sort of funny it wasn't like state of the art anymore no yeah there's no like kind of like low, low oxygen chambers and stuff no like that. And there, was, old... there was there was nothing sort of cross trainery <laughs> it was all just like big lumps Heavy of things. like like, yeah. like when they used to get a bucket of concrete and stick a pole in it, and that yes, was how they used to make those thing. sort of like. Wait, wait, this is what um, I've got. Can you see this uh, microphone stand? Yeah. I found. Uh, it says uh, "Made in West Germany" on the bottom. Oh my god! Proper old metal. They're listening to us, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Which is excellent. It helps yeah, with the ad revenue. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> yeah. you, you you get this sort of uh, bit where it cuts in between the women and the men. Um, there's a bit where uh, Otis traps uh, AJ Styles under a, under a 
barbell, you That's know, right, a, a yes, weightlifting. Yes, yes. Uh, what's it called? Weightlifting stick. Uh, um, a big, a big chest press, big chest list press thing. Leg. Uh, he. The best thing is when he picks it up. Otis goes, "Oh, gonna do some weightlifting, baby." <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely going. You need to fill the gaps, but he's not quite sure what to put in them. No, and he is just constantly going, "Oh yeah," a bit I, like Randy Savage all the time. It doesn't get any. It does. It does not get any better than Otis in this match. No. Like, like modern, <laughs> if modern wrestling could just be Asuka and. Uh, uh, Otis. An Otis yeah. Be, yeah. And it seemed, because of the result, it seemed like that's the way they were yeah, going. Yeah, they um, should. It does, it, it will Bloody change. Great. There's a bit where they run past the toilets and uh, in, uh, I think it's... Brother loves having a shit. Taking a shit. Yeah. Doing up his trousers as <laughs> yeah. he comes out. What's really funny is that for his whole career, Bruce Pritchard, who is uh, the writer, the podcast that he did basically really got him back into WWE. Right. Um, but he has been Brother Love since 1988. Mm. And this is the first time when he's come out, he didn't look like Brother Love. No. It looked a bit shonky. <laughs> the weirdest thing is they clock him and he go, kind of goes, I love you. And then it's they go, weird, isn't it? And then it just shows the, the camera stays on him, and he just walks over to the sink and begins washing <laughs> his hands. hands. It's like, why did he cut out earlier? Is that like a, a COVID thing? I don't know. When was it kind of recorded? We, maybe, we maybe do not. see a bit later in Vince Man's office where he puts hand sanitizer on. Yeah. After the two guys, and they linger in. on that for ages as well. They do. It's a fetish. I couldn't work Old out men washing their hands. Yeah. yeah. It's really, it's really strange. But the thing is, the other thing about washing his hands is that, that made me go, he's definitely done a shit. He's definitely done a shit. Yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got some on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> little little Bruce Pritchard fingers gone right through the toilet paper and into his anus. <laughs> there is an image. Yeah, uh, you don't need to get his blue pill on his podcast anymore. That that image will carry you through. Uh, it's a it's a knockoff Viagra, right? Okay, uh, that cool. they advertise a lot. Yeah. I think it's. I love sex, <laughs> and if you love sex too, right? Have a, have a fucking. I pill. love being able to have sex again. <laughs> uh, repulsive. Um, so upstairs they go. Uh, they run up the stairs, and there's a room that's like. Like um, black and red, uh, that is normal. Like they haven't changed it, but it's got a sort of vague feeling of the lighting of the fiend as well. Mm. It feels a bit like a corporate brothel sort of floor. <laughs> um, it's not very relaxing. I, d- I didn't like it, but it's got a bit outside the ring, uh, outside the lifts rather, which has got a, a little ring. Mm, yeah, mock-up sort mm. of ring bit, which presumably you have photos taken in front yeah. of if you if you get there. Um, if you're but, the daughter of a of a man who works, an executive that works for WWE. Well, yeah, exactly. Get a picture with the ring. Not really. No. no do I have to? I want to play on the iPad. Yeah, and they fight in that, and they knock it about. And yeah. this has got one of the strangest bits. So um, Otis and Corbin get sort of kicked the shit out of by Daniel Bryan. Yeah, and the camera goes. You know, Bryan runs up the stairs mm. following Alistair Black. It goes from Otis, who's on the floor. It goes to Baron Corbin, and then it goes to an empty chair in the corner, and a hand appears. <laughs> And it comes up and it's Doink the Clown. That's right. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't even write this down because I was half watching and it, and Doink, and Doink, and I was like, hang on. Right. I've got to go back. And then I missed it again. Yeah. Fuck. I forgot that happened. The worst thing about it, Pete, the worst thing is how lazy that is because he comes up and they haven't got the fucking Doink suit on him. It's just a guy wearing a normal work shirt. You His lazy too- pig! And the last time we saw Doink, this was in like the SD, the standard definition generation. Yeah, we couldn't. It's too wrinkly and it's too like it's yep. too HD. It's yeah, yeah. If you you can't just do when you're WWE, you can't just be a fucking little 1993 independent show <laughs> where you get a fake Doink on that isn't the real Doink. No. That was never a Doink. People know who that, that doesn't doink is. look like a Doink. Yeah, you you don't have someone sit up with a fucking Arn Anderson 1992 vinyl. Mark 
mask on. But <laughs> <laughs> like that, it's the shirt for me is the laziest yeah. bit. But they're like, you don't need to put the costume on. You just, just, just leave on your normal clothes and don't come up too far. It comes up too far. Yeah. But it's also... Uh, and they try to say that Dunk's like an executive now, the, like Bruce Pritchard. And the worst thing about this is the people they get in, they don't say, let's get in uh, a former star. Mm. They get in Bruce Pritchard, who, <laughs> who, who runs the shows. Yeah. They get in a writer to pretend to be Doink. Yeah. They will get in John Laurinaitis, yeah. who is working in talent relations. Mm-hmm. And they'll get in Vince. Yeah, everyone and who's already there. Exactly that. Mm. Who have we got in the room? And, th- and then they go, do you know what? We're big enough stars. You're not. You're not. You're just, fucking Just give not. me a room full of diesel and fucking yeah. whoever. Just J- get me a room all around and fucking... It's like they're always there and they're having a meeting. Completely. Why, why is it that everyone who appears in this is a suit? You yeah. Get, Paul Heyman makes a cameo as well. They're all late... Not, it's not even late middle-aged men. They are all men in Elderly there. Men. They're coming up to, if they haven't passed it already, 60. Yeah. And they go, that will do. It will not do. <laughs> um... Uh, we get all the, the doink thing. The women then go into a, a sort of quite bland meeting room mm. where the music uh, the uh, music swells because the money in the bank briefcase is hanging above the table. Yeah. Uh, and Dana Brooke manages to get it. She pulls it down and uh, she's delighted, obviously, because she's won the match. Mm. Oh, but no. Oh, no, but no. Oh, but no. <laughs> and she looks up and she kind of goes, I think you hear Stephanie go, Dana Brooke, like that. And Dana Brooke looks up. Yeah. So we know that she's looking at the door, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. I and mean, then it cuts to Stephanie McMahon. Filmed on an iPhone. Filmed in, on a fucking iPhone. In a different city. Different city. static camera. Different, different lighting. <laughs> yep. Different resolution. She's looking. The eye lines aren't the right. The eye line is well off. <laughs> well off. And they are saying that this is good enough. Once again, Pete, it's a $4 billion company. Just move the camera around so it looks like, you know, you're, you're using the same cameras. Get, get in the editing suite yeah. and just go like... Wobble a, it around a bit. Colour color match. <laughs> just, it would be that simple. Do you know what? Do you know what you could also do? You could get Stephanie McMahon to come from her home in Stamford, Connecticut. Yeah. To Stamford, Connecticut, to where the building she works. where she works. Where she works, yeah. And you could say, Steph, it'll only take three minutes. <laughs> Sorry about this. We won't have anyone in the room, but let's just get a shot of you outside of it. Done. Didn't yeah. bother. Didn't, Didn't bother. bother. And stuff like that, you just go, this is inexcusable. This is proper bargain basement. And, and the thing that gets me, it, it, it's basically saying... Uh, we're such a fun company in our um, in our boardroom or in, yeah. in, in some of the meeting rooms. We'll have a little more teeth. Yeah, we'll have a little money in the bank thing because it's it's sort of saying that's always there. Yeah, don't we have fun here? Like even Isn't though it's it? a really Isn't it? famous and you, corporate you, building, you got the wrong one. But the other thing is, <laughs> we as fans didn't know that was there. No, so, so it's just like yeah. we go, oh, so it's over, and they go, oh no, that's sorry, that's a different one. You might as well just go, oh, yeah, sorry, there are two. Uh, but that, that, it's not that one, it's a different one. Actually, it's uh, three because it's a boys' one and a girls' one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm really sorry, that's actually, we fucked up there. Anyway, <laughs> um, do please do carry on. Um, it, it's so, with this thing, when they sort of talk about themselves being entertainment, they, they always talk about, you know, what is the competition? And people ask this question because of AEW. Yeah. What is the competition? Yeah. And they, they, they joke and they say, well, the only competition we have is people needing to sleep. You know, we, we just want eyes on us. And they talk about, like, you know, all television is the competition. Yeah. Imagine if you were watching, I don't know, the fucking Sopranos, and there's just one shot in there that's entirely wrong, <laughs> where they where they have a key moment where someone does some explanation, and that person is literally, you know, they sort of go, who's that outside the room? And it cuts to a cave, and the guy's hanging upside down, and he's dressed as, I don't know, a fucking bat. <laughs> and he goes, uh, I wanted to come here because there's been a big problem with the loop. You just go, why, what, why didn't they do it properly? <laughs> And that's what they do here. You just go, you, you pre- 
pretend that you are mainstream entertainment yeah. and then you do stuff that mainstream entertainment would never in a million years countenance and you think it's fine. Yeah. And that, that, that to me is just like, that to me is a real key moment in watching how WWE you go, you are oddly, you are a provincial mum and pop operation yeah. because everybody saw that and they went, it's fine. Yeah. And you know what? It's not fine. You've got the building, you just don't have the fucking skill. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's a mad decision. It's so poor. Um, we then cut to AJ Styles, who's looking for Rey Mysterio, mm. and uh, he sees the most frightening thing that you could ever see, um, which is a photograph of The Undertaker. <laughs> Mark, I hope I never see a photograph of The Undertaker. I mean, you know... It would give me the real wheelies. Even though I knew it was a, a photograph... I would. You clutched your daughter close. I, I, I absolutely. Said, I, mean, I sold the house. I, I what? I know he's supposed to be frightened of the Undertaker. Yeah. But AJ Styles understands the difference between the real man and a photograph. Yeah. And also that in being in WWE headquarters, there's a chance he's going to see a photograph of the Undertaker. Exactly. You might even see the Undertaker. To be honest. Yeah, well, exactly. And he sees it, and he just goes. He loses his fucking oh, mind. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh no way. Oh my god. No way. He says a creed. No way. No way that there might be a picture of one of the biggest stars in WWE history in the WWE headquarters. Oh no. Um, what then happens is unimaginable. For, for poor AJ, which is um, <laughs> a door gets opened and inside one of these empty offices is a coffin and a load of dry ice and a blue light. It's the new executive um, <laughs> spooky room that all, everyone sort of gets into. It's, there's something about the office environment which does not make it frightening. And when the door <laughs> is opened and AJ sees it, you just sort of go, this is garishly lit. It doesn't look very mm. professional. It's certainly not frightening. Why is it there? Unless the Undertaker turns up right now, there's no point in this room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and anyway, AJ gets locked in the room. He doesn't even get locked in the room. No, he just He gets pushed in and Alistair Black clicks the door <laughs> shut. And we know because AJ's opened it that it just opens. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no lock in, engaged. Have you ever tried to open a door handle, Pete, when you are absolutely livid with fear? My bum is just expelling everything that I've eaten for the last three days. Just yeah. out, out, out. I'm just shit everywhere. And we don't see him again, I don't think, in this match. Oh, you do, no, we do right, right at the end. end. Yeah. He, at which yeah. point he's fine. He doesn't he's mention fine. how he got out. <laughs> it's just I was just in there. I had a bit of like downtime, and I realised yeah. none of it was scary, and I didn't yeah. need to be worried. So, I saw a photocopy. Yeah, yeah. So, so I just snapped out of it. No way. No Na- way. Nia Jax came in. She was dressed like Michael Jackson. I, we had a chat. <laughs> just, we don't know why. It cuts from that bit to Paul Heyman, who has uh, gone into the corporate headquarters at night, yep. and has ordered a buffet for a hundred people, <laughs> and he sat behind it like Dennis the Menace. Yeah. And he's now going to have a slap-up feed. Yeah, and and he start. It seems to me that the plate closest to him is uh, a bowl of cooked but unseasoned. Uh, there's no sauce on it. Uh, pasta, just just un <laughs> pasta, wiggly pasta that just has no sauce just, on it. This is how I take my pasta. <laughs> I, I like I like it pure. I like it raw. I like it natural. Um, he is about to have this um, what well, I would call the world's saddest meal um, <laughs> before suddenly all of these wrestlers appear mm. and um, Heyman demands they all settle down and Otis for some reason begins shaking. <laughs> yeah, and what's that about? I think they're like, he's, 
He's excited he by the food. He doesn't get across the fact that he's seen the food and he's just so excited to see food. Because mm. he's big boy. Yeah. You have to go big boy wrestler. Mm. He will he will slit someone's throat just to have some some tucker. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Because that's what fat people are like, isn't it? Yeah. Nom, they, nom, yeah nom, nom, nom. Want, can't stop, can't stop. Nom, nom. I don't care about like being at WrestleMania or fighting these people. If I see <laughs> some <laughs> unsourced <laughs> pasta, I will go... <laughs> if I see like a, rock, a little steak sandwich... <laughs> I'm going to fucking lose my head. He loses his head yeah. and uh, he suddenly just screams out, food, fight. He's, I mean, he's he's crazy about food, but he, want, he doesn't want to get any in his mouth. I think he gets a little bit of wafer-thin ham in his mouth at one I point. I wonder if there's a thing they're doing here, which is that he's like John Belushi's character in National Lampoon's Animal House, because right. that's a film full of food fights. It's a very American reference. And uh, I think John Belushi plays a character called Bluto. Right. And he was supposed to be the slob. Right. And so they've slightly gone, hey, it would be great if you did... Uh, they'd have said <laughs> that all of that from apart 80s. from the word slob. <laughs> they'd have said in the John Belushi character, he's like a fun guy. <laughs> they'll have said that. Uh, the men and the women are both here and they have a food fight, mm. which for some reason they don't really show. They mm. they just... It's suddenly they go food fight and then you look at it and there's loads of food on the floor. Yeah. So they filmed it and they obviously went, look, shit. <laughs> just look shit just, just cut out <laughs> there was so much food in the floor there and I was really like uh, that is going to be a, a problem for a year <laughs> it's going to smell they'll have scraped funky. it all up and they'll just yeah. be like we've washed it twice but it, the fibres yeah it's it's. Um, thank god there was no sauce in the pasta <laughs> but they'll have, they'll have <laughs> done probably that probably why they did it actually thinking about Could've it the first thing that gets thrown in Heyman's face is rice. Yes. And the, the very rice. Gre- it's very greasy rice. It is. It, it mm. looks like maggots as it well. And when he like stands maggots. there, I was like, oh, this isn't this isn't like fun when there's sort of like, you know, a custard pie. Yeah. I was just like, oh, it's bits of like maggoty rice. <laughs> <laughs> but and he sort of reacts to getting a lot of rice jammed in his mouth, jammed mm. in his face, that as if to sort of go, How dare you? How dare you? But the thing is. You're coming from. You're not really a, a, a position of. You, you're not a, a character of authority because you've just gone to the fucking your yeah. office at midnight to have a feast by yourself. <laughs> I mean, so no one respects you, Paul. That is a massive meltdown. If you yeah. if you went exactly. into the office and you were like, I've just got to pick something up, um, and then you know, then I'm going straight home. And you went in there, and there was a coworker, and he was sitting behind a banquet table outside the lift, <laughs> delivering guys, num, 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 delivering. Num, num. <laughs> you know, is everything all right at home, Paul? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. No, I'm in wrestling. Cause it Jesus Christ. I I can't remember where my home is. (laughs) Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. They uh, they have this this food fight and yeah. it's um, I mean it is not not hilarious. The, the, the best bit in this is some of the women start attacking the men and then Shayna Baszler puts Rey Mysterio into a really sort of like tight choke. Yeah, there's always the thing of going Rey is little, so he's like he's like he's throwing around. Yeah, I'd have liked to seen Shayna Baszler do it to Alistair Black. I think that <laughs> yes. is the thing of going give them parity. Don't go like one of the best women could take on one of the smallest guys. Yeah. Just go, if the women and the men, they're at the same level. Yeah. You know, put her against Alastair Black yeah. and have him choke out. Just because let's make that, that very clear, up. she could oh, yeah. kill every Absolutely. last one of in that room. She's, um, she, at this point, seemed like she was on a, a, even though there'd been some stop-starts with the WrestleMania loss, she seemed like a big star. And this was probably the last time that we realised that, you know, before we realised rather that they were just going to go don't like this yeah you know and Absolutely. off she'd go I liked uh, Nijak's absolutely barrelling Carmella through the table yes <laughs> she absolutely fucking does she that she does and Carmella is laughing as she goes through and that is a proper <laughs> laugh of nerves isn't it she's she's really like I don't like this at all um, Nijak's has got a reputation for being um, uh, not clumsy but just injuring people Right. Um, she injured Kyrie Sane. She injured. Um, in fact, last week she got into a proper. Sh- I say last week. It's probably three weeks ago now. Mm. She got into a proper sh- sort of shoot bit in a match she had with Charlotte Flair. Ooh. They uh, had a miscommunication, and then they began. Charlotte Flair began hitting Nia Jax. Nia Jax just would go seriously, seriously. You know, you, you're going to stop this. You're going to stop this, and it was all going out on TV. Oh, um, so that is an exciting thing. Someone has asked, "Can we do it for WrestleMania?" <laughs> that's I think that's a fun. good choice. But she has got a bit of a reputation. So I think when you're told by, com- you know, they say. Well, you're going to be doing it not in the uh, confines of the ring, but in our corporate headquarters, you're going to go through a table onto the hard floor. You'd sort of go, okay, and who's putting me through the table? They'll go, Nia Jax. You would just go, oh my God. <laughs> oh my, oh my God. God. Um, I'm just, I, I've just got to ring uh, my family. just want to speak to them <laughs> if I can, uh, all of them in turn, if that's okay. Um, the, um, uh, the next bit is, is a weird sort of thing because they just walk off. They're all just like, yeah, okay, we'll carry on the food now. Fight, yeah, yeah. But then they immediately have Otis find a cafeteria. 
This is oh, this is two right, yes. food bits in a row. It's two food bits in a um, row. And he he finds a pie. And again, he's, he goes, a pie! Oh, yes! Oh, yes, pie! <laughs> when he was speaking, I was like, what does it remind me of? And it reminds me of the, the, the family, the mother in Making a Murderer, the Netflix thing. <laughs> and he's just going, oh, a pie! Oh, oh, oh yes! Like that. It's, it's, his, uh, son, his son did want to watch WrestleMania. Was it he son? did, no, yeah, yeah, he did. He's a big WWE fan. One yeah. of the best. One of the best. <laughs> Fred West, great though. <laughs> John Laurinaitis, uh, Laurinaitis, I can never say his name. John Laurinaitis, Johnny Ace, mm. turns up uh, wearing his um, white suit. Uh, he says, uh, people power, which was a, a, a sort of long-running feud that I didn't really enjoy or watch from about 2010, 11, nice. um, where he was the authority figure on WWE TV. Ended up having a, a main event against John Cena, um, which um, seemed a bit mad at the time, seems absolutely demented now. <laughs> um, and he gets the pie in his face. Mm. For some reason, he's on a mobility scooter. They don't really explain that. I can't oh, remember I thought if there was, was a period. Well. I thought no, was, no, no, he's fine. Oh, he's fine. Just, no. just done him, no. I think there might have been a period where he used that to come to the ring, but I can't okay. remember it. And if I can't remember it, look, no most one, people aren't Yeah, no one can. It. Good God. Yeah. And he sits there for ages with a pie in his face. And Vincent Mann would like that because he's like, ah, Messy, ha, ha. Yeah. the people I worked with, I made one of them have a shit. <laughs> I made the other one get a pie in the face. Um, but bro, we're about to see Vince. He's about to get his comeuppance, isn't he? Oh, Mark. He looks like he's been... They come into a, a boardroom. They yeah. come into Vincent Mann's oh, office. Yeah. The most unlovable office I've oh, ever seen. Oh, strange That's office. That's where he works. It is so indistinct. It is so... Yep. Uh, just looks like a normal kind of furnished yep. $50 a day yep. fucking furnished office completely if it didn't have the dinosaur skull the on dinosaur the skull is fucking spectacular <laughs> but yeah the lack of sort of I don't know the lack of and you know with a company like that they are publicly traded they aren't interested in going this is a museum of all the stuff we've done over the last 30 years Yeah, it is just but it's so impersonal they've owned it for so long that building mm. you'd think it would be impossible not to go well some of the stuff is cluttered up here <laughs> and these empty rooms yeah. with nothing in they've them they've got so much tat on their hands yeah. and they just feel they just don't want to do any of no. it you don't want to use it for anything it's, it's, it is just weird when they barrel into that room as well you know the two of them are fighting and Vince then just sort of turns round he looks like he's been boiled in vinegar he looks like he's been stung by bees and if you <laughs> if you like um, I think when we did WrestleMania 36 I accidentally mm. skipped forward to WrestleMania 37 which yeah. was a few weeks ago yeah um, and he's clearly always puffed up in the face yeah and I can't help but think it's because how how he looks here. terrible he looks here yeah the lighting's well terrible again didn't do good lighting nope he's just like oh we've, we've already got lights why do we yeah. need lights we've yeah. already got lights well because you look like you've been stung by a bee <laughs> freak you get AJ and Daniel Bryan coming in and what's funny about this of course is he's obviously like if I'm going to have any of them coming in I want the two clean ones in I, I, I don't, I'm not <laughs> don't having want, Otis in here in there. I'm not having Corbin in here you yeah. know I'm not having ask, the, your, ask not, your shit in the kettle yeah. <laughs> I'm not having that I'm not having that Dutch fucking pervert in here <laughs> make no, no bones about that um, so in come AJ and Daniel Bryan they fight about and Vince turns round um, I mean, he's got a weird thing behind his desk as well, which is like an arm, uh, a sort of like art piece of an American soldier. Right. Couldn't tell if it was him, you know, on one of those tribute to the troop things. But right. it's got the, you know, the stars and stripes, and uh, the guy. It looks almost like it's made up of smaller pictures, like a magic eye picture. Oh, like those things. Like, yeah. What shit yeah. art is this? <laughs> Why isn't there a fucking picture of Andre behind yeah. you, you stupid idiot? <laughs> um, it, it just looked weird, and Vince just sort of goes out and. They get the two of them, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, 
the two, you know, two A-list stars, and yeah. they're both going, sorry, oh, oh, we're so sorry, we're mm. so sorry, uh, uh, oh gosh, please, please I understand boss. the please gag, boss. but it's just, it's just executed quite poorly. Like you, a do lot it, of this. you do it with Baron Corbin, <laughs> you know, because you want people who are inferior, rather than, you suddenly realise you have that thing of going, the A-listers, you know, Vince McMahon has no time for any of them. He treats them like young, like boys. <laughs> you boys. Get out of my office, You know, boys. what are you doing in, in the headmaster's office? You know, <laughs> it's exactly that feel to it. But the two of them are also going, ha ha, like they know it's sort of funny and, and people thinking it's funny and thinking about people at home really going to like this they go oh sorry sorry it's so shit mm. it's- and he's and, and, and I'll say it again Vince is unrecognisably strange looking so yeah. you just sort of like is that yeah Vince? he's also sitting at his desk and when they leave he sanitises his hands not in a way of going ugh horrible yeah, boys no he just goes sanitise my hands and then he goes <laughs> now to start work and he spins round and there's a tiny little desk behind him <laughs> with a yellow shit. pad on and he starts writing stuff down <laughs> what are you writing down in the middle of a paper <laughs> well, what's um, next Wrestlemania plans you know it's so <laughs> cheesy and weird um, it just makes no sense that they go and then you turn away from your desk mm. and work on your little desk if I was him I would not be I'd be washing the door <laughs> every day my fucking life because uh, you have upset a lot of big boys yeah. in your time I'd, I'd be um, I think it would have been funnier if it had been the hacker sitting there <laughs> yeah. and then that had turned out the to hood be up. Vince yeah he yeah. puts the hood up and goes oh yeah. back to my hacking oh. and all the screens appear and he goes I'm not, I'm not looking in Lacey Evans's room <laughs> <laughs> that we gave them the camera for uh, and I've left that on and it's remotely controlled nothing to do with me <laughs> she's, she's such a beautiful southern belle um, <laughs> uh, back when men were men and women were women <laughs> women knew their place uh, Asuka, uh, she's then running around, and she is just, a, as you say, just a dynamic ball mm. of Japanese malevolence. She's <laughs> wonderful. Um, she uh, gets up onto the roof yes. uh, at this point. We actually see a little bit of proper wrestling for, for a, a minute, and you yes. realise you've just not seen... All we've seen is people essentially playing tag, <laughs> and they're suddenly up on the roof, and they start doing some moves, and Nia Jax looks really powerful. One of the shots that you get, you can see that that long road that it's on East right. Main Street. You just see the cars, the taillights. Yeah. yeah. Just going in there. And it is a sort of weird thing where you sort of go, uh, it's, I think they've been criticised before where people are like, you should be in New York. Why are you out in the middle of nowhere? And they're always like, well, because it's a useful place to get out to the whole country. You mm. know, we, we don't want to be stuck on the Isle of Manhattan having to go up the top. So they've got this thing about in Stanford. And you suddenly realise there you go, this is a pretty unremarkable slice of America. So what they've done mm. on the roof is they've put up a load of trees and they've uplit them in an attempt to shield you from just going, this looks like it's in the middle of quite a low-rent district. Yes, yeah, yeah, it would be as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, oh man, Asuka just gets up the ladder eventually, mm. and um, Baron Corbin suddenly appears, and he sort of runs up the ladder. Instead of going for the case, he seems to be keener to stop Asuka getting hers, <laughs> which doesn't really make any storyline sense, but she kicks him off, and then she pulls the, the, the case down. Mm. Worth saying, there is no commentary in this match until they take the cases that down. Was really weird, and and really I weird. didn't miss it mm. until it was back. And I was yeah. like, "What's what's that about?" Yeah, and then you, you sort of realise you go, "God, I haven't had anything to grip onto." There's no one, if you like, pushing the story or telling mm. me where people are or reminding me what we're doing. What you get here is you get a. Again, it's a voiceover line that's been recorded somewhere entirely acoustically different to everything we've seen before. Yeah. So you get Michael Cole. He just goes, um, uh, he sort of goes, Asuka winning that, but it sounds entirely different. And he does it in such a way that it's like, they said, can you just do this? And he's not seen it before. And he's gone, um, Asuka winning the belt there. 
she's won the women's money in the bank. And they've just gone fine. Yeah. yeah. And it put, oh, it's so it's, bad. It's when you edit stuff like that, that you, when you're too close to it, you can't step, take a step back and go and watch the whole thing. Yeah. You've got to watch the whole thing to, 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 to actually sort of pinpoint that sounded bad. Yeah. We need another reading of that. Yeah. But because he's so close to it, oh, just get it fucking done. Just get it Yeah, done. no, it's there. All the pieces are in place. Marvellous. Yeah. Um, she then does some some Japanese shouting, which is good. She she understands how it works. Mm. Um, and then out comes Otis. Uh, all the women uh, have disappeared by this point. They've all pissed off. Yeah. It's time, <laughs> it's time for the gentleman. Time for the gentleman. Time for the gentleman to start stamping about. <laughs> um, his foot goes through a gimmicked rung on the ladder. Yeah. Now, I was like, that's impressive because... Some moments ago, Asuka, and I rewound it to check, mm. she was standing on that same rung seconds ago, and I thought, is this a pre-record? Yeah. <laughs> I'm such a fucking mark. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> so all of the things that would have been impressive about this kind of, sh- this 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 match-match, mm. uh, was all kind of pre-recorded, so you kind of go, eh, yeah. not as impressive. No, if they brought a new ladder in, that's boring, <laughs> rather, than, rather than having Asuka work her way around it. Yeah. Do you know, it was amazing. I saw that, and I wrote it down, and I was like, um, that's a gimmick thing. So you're saying he's too big to use a ladder. Yeah. And I was like, I, there's a part of me that just goes, you know, again, it's a little bit like, oh, he's too big. He's too big. Yeah. Uh, this morning, I, I have a ladder in, in the middle of my front room because mm. I've got a weird mezzanine level mm. you can only get to with a wooden ladder. Yesterday, I'd said to Liz, I've got to fix that bottom bit. I would say after, what, eight hours after watching this, I stepped on the bottom rung of that ladder and it went straight Crunch. up. <laughs> I, I I thought, like, you'd think you'd go, oh, I just went down. Didn't, yeah. went off to the side. <laughs> Didn't spin around. And because it's against the back of my sofa, I just rolled onto the back of the sofa and I was like, that really hurt, I thought. But what are the chances that... Eight hours before, I watched someone do the exact That's same the thing. thing. <laughs> and my ladder's sitting there and going, oh, he liked that bit. <laughs> I'll do that. He's big. Or it's, uh, or it's really... I mean, the, the thing about the actual... I know you probably had to give it some, some welly to go through, both yourself mm. and Otis, I presume. But Otis really stamps on the first rung of the ladder and it yeah. goes through. So it's kind of going... Well, don't stamp on it like that. No. Nobody gets on a ladder like that, Otis. No, uh, that's Fucking true. Idiot. We we then we then pretty much. I mean, by this point, I think it's four minutes left in the show. Mm. Um, I mean, Baron Corbin uses those four minutes to throw Rey Mysterio and Asda back to their deaths. Right. <laughs> it makes me laugh so much because they're on top of a fucking twenty-story, well, fucking yeah. ten-story building, right? Yeah, and. They just throw two wrestlers off the building. And they don't go... I guess because there's no common... But you've just killed two men. Yeah. Yeah. Killed them. But then I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, (laughs) well, actually, the funny thing about it is, is there is a noise... And there is a noise quite quickly. Yeah, so you sort of go... I don't remember that being on the original broadcast. I'm not sure if that was put in after. (laughs) But the thing is, actually, the thing about it is... It is. It's not CGI'd. It's not filmed somewhere else. <laughs> no. They did genuinely throw them over that bit, and there just must so be another be part ledge. of the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, "Well, you don't know that." Baron Corbin that. wouldn't know that. <laughs> he tried to kill them, but it failed. So I was watching it and sort of going, "Yeah, there's that thing about oh, they fall to their deaths and everything." Yeah. But then I was like, "Where did they fall? Where did they go? <laughs> they do go over the edge. Yeah, you know, over they go. Uh, oh, but it is funny. I mean, the very <laughs> fact that they don't run a thing, you know, where." It'd be so funny to just have Baron Corbin arrested for murder. <laughs> just, just like arms oh, yeah. around it behind his back, lights gone. <laughs> and they'll just, you know, or cutting to the two of them and them just, you know, hanging off a fucking flagpole together, <laughs> like Harold Lloyd. You know, and he look, and he look, and Corbin looks back in the broken mirror and goes, <laughs> <laughs> "That's how it started." The um, uh, you suddenly get Elias running in. Who, 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 <laughs> yeah, who, who knew one. that was going to happen? 
You know, Jesus <laughs> fair, Christ. This, this is, I think that's why I've got such a good feeling and memory of this match mm. because the, 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 in quick succession, two men die <laughs> and then Elias goes up and smacks his guitar yeah. off over Corbin's ass. Yeah. And then he just, just goes. And then you get, um, uh, you've got Styles and Corbin <laughs> fighting over the case. Styles got it, flips out of his hand and Otis catches it. Yeah. And I will say this for Otis. Yeah. Styles did not make that catch easy. No. So it really does. They really sort of go, make it look like it's slipping. And then they go, have actually lost control of it now. Mm -hmm. And then they're trying to get near him. And it comes out at a funny angle. Yeah. But he manages to catch it and boom. He becomes, I think, the first person to ever win the money in the bank without actually climbing the ladder and getting the uh, the briefcase off. And which sort of fits in with the whole, it's comic. It's, you know, he's a slightly sort of fun character. (laughs) And uh, again, you just get that shit Michael Cole line. It's the worst. These are two of the worst lines he's ever done in his career. Because it sounds like it sounds like it's off the computer games you know when you have that thing of going terrific match and the crowd really loved it this guy's gonna go far yeah he says the first one he says well this is how artist one oh you're admitting that you're not there yeah this is part you know this is pre-filmed well, this is how Otis won. He had control, which means Otis is Mr. Money in the Bank. It's <laughs> yes. so generic. Yeah, that's you know? right, actually. Yeah. Well, this is how player four won. You know, <laughs> awful. Uh, uh, Otis goes, oh, yeah, you know it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love Otis at the moment. And then Cole's uh, last line, as we go, we have a shot of uh, Otis and Asuka side by side. He goes, quite a night. Asuka on the left, Otis on the right. Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank. <laughs> and it ends. It's appalling. It was, it, it, and the like the, the um the way the WWE network it, it'll automatically roll forward to the next one. It'll sort of go starting in five, four, <laughs> three. And I'm going, what? Mr. and Mrs. Money and, in and the, ba- the bank. Click. Click. Next. Yeah. Um very flat ending. Yeah. Largely because of the <laughs> You want a commentator going, Oh my god! You know, the most unlikely yes. person in the you know. Yeah. Well there you are. He's here's how that guy won. <laughs> such a pain um, would you like to know mm. why the two results here became completely irrelevant oh <laughs> uh, yes I would so the night after Money in the Bank Money in the Bank had set up Asuka for a title shot whenever she wanted yes uh, and Becky Lynch uh, came out onto Raw and she said so you won your money in the bank and Asuka goes, I, you know, I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it's a, a difficult listen to the whole thing. Uh, but Becky Lynch comes out and basically says, well, actually, I'm not going to be fighting. I am announcing my pregnancy. And Asuka, in real life, I will fucking know. kill it. <laughs> I take you both on. Um, she basically then said, because you won the money in the bank, I am giving you, I'm awarding you the championship. And Asuka didn't know, I think, either of those things were happening. Oh, so wow. her reaction is genuine. And she's really, really over the moon and delighted. Aww. And so that's nice. But it does mean that we went through all that, you know. So I mean, it, off, it yeah. puts her in the position of it, but it's not cashed in. So no, exactly. That she seems... could sort of go, I don't, yes, I yeah. accept the belt, but that is irrelevant to this. I'll yeah. keep this for when I want. <laughs> yes, um, exactly. Yeah. Been fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Would, now, Otis was a surprise. And people are like, well, that's good because they're pushing someone new. Mm. And they, if they get behind him, this could be really interesting. Let you know. me guess, Mark. <laughs> they fuck it up so so he gets into a feud I'm not even going to tell you who they are yet Pete because you're going to guess at the end gets into a feud uh, over the contract um, that happens in September time you know gets into a feud with these two guys he has to defend the contract in a match uh, against one guy at the Hell in the Cell event in October and that guy would beat him for the money in the bank contract who was the guy who beat Otis for the contract 
Uh, what the, what who, who would it be, Pete? Who would, who would the worst choice <laughs> to win that contract be? Uh, would it be Seth Rollins? No, <laughs> no, no I would think worse. Uh, it's the fucking Miz. <laughs> oh, no, Mark. The Miz then successfully cashes in the Jesus Money in the Bank contract Christ. on Drew McIntyre at the Elimination uh. Chamber in February 2021. So he ends Drew McIntyre's title reign with the Money in the Bank that he won off Otis. Uh, Otis is entirely forgotten about. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's just the worst of every booking <laughs> decision. Um, they do have the Miz then get squashed by Bobby Lashley. There is nothing that says to me it wouldn't have been a better idea to keep Drew McIntyre strong and then have him, you know, face Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Yeah. But instead, two months out, they give it to The Miz. I mean, it's just... It's just... It's just perverse. It's, they're just kind of like, their whole kind of thing at the moment, it's just, it's just, where do we put The Miz? How do we get The Miz yeah. back in this story? Yeah. Man? Anyone that we push that people are like, well, that's interesting, we go, don't be too invested because it's going to end up being in The Miz's hands. But The Miz is kind of... The Miz would have been not a bad choice for this... Yeah. running around silly nonsense because yeah. he is a running around silly nonsense man yeah, and, and he's a ladder guy isn't and, he and it also tells you that this main event was meaningless Yeah, because Otis won and you go you get a title shot whenever apart from if we decide to give it to The Miz and we've decided to give it to The Miz why do they oh. it's so annoying it's so annoying <laughs> but this is a fun match it I mean, was a fun match uh, it's, it's full of annoying things and it's stupid and it's badly made but mm. I'm glad it exists <laughs> I can say that much for it, Pete. I don't want all the tapes to be destroyed. No, I, I was more than happy. Why did they have a dark match? I don't know. Cesaro I, against Jeff Hardy. I don't know. 13 minutes, singles match. 13 Who's that for? minutes. Who's that for? I mean, you might say it's the cameramen, but the cameramen film Raw and SmackDown and 205. They're always working. <laughs> what is the point? Well, what is it? But what is it for, though? Like, the only thing I can think is maybe they still make like DVDs. Oh, yeah, okay. and, and if they still make DVDs, the idea that someone's going to go, I wasn't going to buy it because I can have everything for nine ninety nine, <laughs> but I will pay nineteen ninety nine for this because it's got the Cesaro-Jeff Hardy match on, <laughs> even though that is also available on the network. It doesn't make any sense at all. A company that's set in their ways and can't think properly, you know. A company that <laughs> Let's thinks... Let's use in, these restrictions to, 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 to flourish yeah. and, and think of different ways of doing and things. And you look at, I mean, you know, AEW around this time end up doing the stadium stampede mm. that we looked at at WrestleMania. So was this around here? It was just around this side yeah. time, right? And they, they'd looked at it and gone, instead of looking inward, let's look outward. Let's mm. give ourselves a bigger, you know, play opportunity. And the night and day elements between going what we did in the corporate headquarters and what they did in the uh, stadium, the Jacksonville Jaguars stadium, mm. it does help if you have a father who owns a sports franchise and all of the you mm. know, venues that but they you use. Could, but you could still hire out a stadium. Yeah, you know, I mean... It's I mean, not open for anything, is it? Exactly. And the WWE, it's not like, you know, they're short of a penny or two. Yeah. They can do any... They could do this underwater. And that would be <laughs> thrilling. Yeah. Um, but it's just a, it's a funny thing about, I think, you know, they just... The, the, you can see it with the choice of who they have as special guests. Four people, Brother Love, Doink, and, uh, you know, Lauren Artis and, Jean, and Vince. Four people who really, you know, they weren't surprises. They weren't exciting. Mm. And it just seems like they're going, but let's do this as cheap as we can. <laughs> you know, we've got those guys here. We'll use them. Yeah. Whereas AEW looked at it and went, how do we put the best thing on that we couldn't do really in any other circumstances? The difference between the, the, the stadium match and this, I mean... I think if we watch the stadium match afterwards, we'll be like, actually, looking back at the money in the bank thing, it was like it was made by 14-year-olds. <laughs> you know, the, the, the difference in, in scope and intention 
is just so, so vast. Mm. Uh, that is why AEW are probably likely to... Um, yeah, I think, you know, they are beyond competition now. Right. I think they're getting to a point where they are... They could be a very serious threat <laughs> in the next few years. And it's so rarely done, I guess, in, the, yeah. in this sphere. I actually, I'm, we're recording this on the day after AEW's All Out, yes. which saw the um, debut of CM Punk mm. uh, in, in ring. And uh, he's, he's changed up his image. I hate that. I hate that. Go back to your old shorts, Go please. Go your, your old shorts. <laughs> Don't like change. Uh, he had long shorts, uh, long tights on okay. uh, that were grey. And he had what looked like moon boots almost in his boots. Moon boots. Moon, moon boots. Big moon, moon boots. boots. Oh, you like your moon boots, huh? <laughs> uh, and uh, there were a brilliantly handled couple of debuts, uh, which, um, I mean, there'll be old news now. But I'm not going to tell you about it. I think you ought to have a look yes, at it somehow. I'm gonna, I'm, I think you'll really, really enjoy it. watch that Nia Jax uh, shoot and uh, <laughs> watch Sam Punk do his thing. Yeah, man. So that is the Money in the Bank 2020. And mm. look, it's, it's a bit of a key stage here in the podcast, Pete, because we are now on the last WrestleMania. From next week, we will be doing WrestleMania 37 night one. Mm-hmm. We then do night two. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Then we're out of here. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to take our ball and go home. We're going to be thrown off the roof by Baron Corbin. <laughs> I, I <laughs> hope I die. <laughs> so until next week, thank you very much for listening. Check out the Patreon. Check out the Big Cartel and check out all wrestling. It's, check out it's your mum's boobs. <laughs> I said that. Wrestle me, Pete. Wrestle me, Wrestle Me is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.